In a world, four friends, one mission, to bring freedom to everyone involved. Dude, what the fuck are you doing? Doing a thing for the podcast. Dude, just say the name. Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. S.T. DuPont. So DuPont. Like S, it's S. No, it's, like it's S. Period T. Period. Dupont. Dupont. It's like but Dupont. They are a French it's company. French. <laughs> it is, and he's not wrong. It's Dupont. So it's funny that you brought up Fabergé because the uh, one of the things that he actually owned. Jesus was Christ. a Fabergé cigar punch. See, flocon de neige. So Fabergé, it was actually right. he disassembled it. It all means the same all thing. Coming together, it all but it was actually thing. a Fabergé coming Ducar- together is a uh, key. cigar punch. Unfortunately, and, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've been live for a while. So, <laughs> oh fuck, we got to tell the new guy. You got to get your mic a little closer to you. Can't, yeah, you got to actually speak better. Yeah, you got to actually speak into it. So it's not like my gaming rig where it's no, in no, my no, mouth like, oh. they're, they're directional they're so like the front where the the, the, yeah, the little spit screen is yeah. well, you actually it, have to talk into that the back side of so it I don't need to spit on it the good all. news is well you can it's Mikey's it doesn't matter <laughs> we, we put these spit screens plenty of split we yeah. put these spit screens on here for our gay guests so they don't try to deep throat the mic it kind of you know, so you're good. Every once in a while, you see Scotty's just like hitting the oh, thing. He doesn't God. really know what to do. Every, single, every once in a while, his mouth just goes, ah, ah, ah. All right. Fuck boys. Fuck boys. What are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, you know, we're here, not even fucking close to live from the Warfighter Tobacco Studios in uh, San Antonio. There you go. And Johnny Boy. What are we about to do? We're about to fucking masturbate. Oh, there it is. Uh, it is time for your weekly induction of the master debate from the uh, Freedom Friends, plus a Freedom fan, the one and only Chris Freeman. Thank you very much. Who bought his way onto the show by showing up in a fucking bourbon. So we're gonna, uh, are, you, are, you, wait, are you telling me he's the only one I had to send nudes to? That's it? Jesus Christ. No. Right, John. No, we didn't say that. Guys. Don't give away my secrets. Yeah. God damn it. Why are you the only one that gets them? I, I'll share. I know you will. If you, you if you were listening to the show and you have nudes, by all means, fucking send them in. I never said those dick pics were me, all right? I never said they were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, absolutely send in the nudes because uh, we're really good at Photoshop. <laughs> hey, they can make your hands look huge. That's all I'm but, saying. Uh, <laughs> we are here to deliver to your weekly... Master debate because we all know that you uh, you love them, you hate them, but you're still fucking listening to them. So I'm going to turn it into our producer extraordinaire, the oh. tall glass of two percent milk that is <laughs> Justin. He needs some milk. Justin, what are we debating today? All right, boys. So uh, all right, boys. So as one of our awesome freedom friends uh, posed the question during our uh, our live feed today, uh, I want to know: aside from anything you're doing right now, a completely separate venture, what business would you start? Ooh. Completely separate from anything that's oh. going on right now. Anything? Mm. I would something separate. What would separate do? than every than what we have going on. Separate so than it, what we've talked about so previously it can't be, on the show. It can't be 
It can't be like cigars for y'all. It can't be designed for me. It can't, this, be the, it can't be the podcast. You can't say like, that's what I'd like to go do. Or it can't whatever. be the apps that we talked about. It, it, it can't be, be previously spoken I got, about I got one question. Okay. Is this in addition to or instead of? Well, I guess if we yes. were. No, this is totally new. So, no, Scott, it doesn't matter. It's not in addition or instead of. In the okay. entrepreneurial spirit, if you were going to go start another business. What would you do? Oh, you're starting with me. Well, no, uh, yeah, no, we'll no. start with you because okay. you decided to fucking make it complicated. So, <laughs> so for example, for Scott, for Scott and John, you couldn't be in the gun industry, you couldn't be in the cigar, and you couldn't be military. No, well, they don't have the gun industry anymore. I'm saying, does it include past? Well, it's no, just, it's current. You just can't be doing it right okay. now. If yeah. you were to go start another company right now. But I'll tell you right now. What would you start? And I will speak for Scott on my behalf or on his behalf, <laughs> however that works. <laughs> Whatever. Happens. Neither of us. We'll get back into the gun industry. <laughs> I'm not going to say ever, but not for a profitable sole I, enterprise. I, if, if I get into the gun industry, it'd have again, to be a passion project. If I, I get into the you. gun industry again, it will not be retail. Yes. It will be manufacturing. Exactly, 100. Um, yeah, but you've already done that like 50 times. Yeah, Look but, at history. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's fucking yeah. you and John Browning were boys. I know, <laughs> right? Yeah. That motherfucker stole some shit from me too. Yeah, no, he didn't even put your name on the fucking patent. What yeah. an asshole! Um, I mean, so if Barrett I, stole your ideas and still didn't do the reach around, it's I, fucking he worked it's for just Barrett. Completely, totally <laughs> fucked. He worked for Barrett. No, I well with Barrett. Well, with, a they actually they offered him a job. They, they did, did offer. Him. Did he was you like, fuck you? You stole everything from me. You're a piece of shit. I'm out. Were you on? <laughs> did you make the plans for the original cult with Samuel Colt? No, no, no. No, Samuel Colt, Samuel Colt stole his design. <laughs> all right, all right. So I have two. I have two. Oh, shit. Good, because um, I haven't thought of one yet. So so, <laughs> so I've actually thought about this a little bit because I am an entrepreneur. And, you are. Uh, can't spell it, but you are one. I damn sure cannot spell it. <laughs> you're such an asshole. <laughs> you, but you're not wrong. <laughs> it's true. But that's why you're an asshole. You don't know why. You're an asshole because it's true. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> Johnny, uh, can I get some croutons? And then there were three. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. So uh, the the one that I've actually been thinking about doing now is starting a transportation company. Uh where we have uh, like Jason Statham style or no, like, <laughs> like uh, hey, right into the gun business. There you go. You know, like, like long shots uh, trucking, like with uh, diesel pickups. Uh, I thought I put some effort into planning that and I don't know if I'll ever do it, but uh, it's a, kind of a fallback plan. Uh, but the other one that I would like to do that would complement Warfighter is someday I may like to get into the um, Distilling business. That'd be fun. You know, that'd be a lot of fun. Right now, it'd be too much to bite off because I'd be really passionate about it. I wouldn't want Warfighter to slide. But uh, someday I'd like to do a, you know, maybe a a co branding of like a Warfighter bourbon or something like that. Mine's actually really close to yours. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to volunteer to go next. I I think it's a pretty good follow up. Uh, Not distilling. But uh, it's actually something my my wife and I have joked around about and stuff like that. But to be totally honest with you, I would absolutely love to get into it. Well, she should bake and she should just do the guy. Right. All she needs to do is make macaroons. macaroons. (laughs) Get the macaroons. macaroons. And just straight up call it crackaroons. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. Uh, No, my wife and I have joked around about it, but I would would 100% do it if I could 
find the money to get it done. But that's the hard part. Yeah, no shit, right? Uh, I would one hundred percent own a winery. Yeah. That'd be so much. Fun. I would love to own a winery. Everything so, that goes with uh, it. I I talked. I don't mean. But to I would you want. Off. I would want like a full on, like a single source winery. So I, like I, I live on the property. Yeah. And I have a tasting house that's there. I own all the vines. Like we're doing it all. Tours everything there. Yeah. I, I talked to a guy in Texas, and he he grows grapes on five acres of his property, and he can produce a thousand bottles per acre. No. It was close to that, I think. I think it was. I think it was a thousand bottles per acre. Um, and he came here into the shop, and Scott and I were both had this conversation with him, and he explained like where the best place in Texas to grow and why, and not based off of yield, but based off of, of the climate. No, it had Flavor? nothing to do with climate. It was based off. Well, of, wine has everything. To do it was with based the off of bugs. It was based off of of. That's part of the climate. Yes and no. Um, what do you mean yes and no? Because you can your climate here is, is similar climate to other places in Texas. You just don't have the same bug. Yeah, I'm but that not, is part the of the climate. Is. You're when talking you, about the weather. I'm talking you, about climate and what actually climate okay. means. Okay, maybe I'm not smart enough to understand all of that. Yeah. But <laughs> you can't grow around this area. That's what I'm getting to. <laughs> is, it, is it the same concept on the, along the lines of growing tobacco and and stuff like that when you're saying because i remember you were talking about uh to me about it where you could take the same leaves that you grow down in nicaragua bring them up here and dry them out but they wouldn't taste the same no that's the aging process that's that the aging process environmentals about. and soil has a lot to do with yeah. it but so, soil is the biggest okay. soil so when you see elevation. shit that says yep. cuban seed that didn't mean a goddamn oh. thing okay all, it's a cuban our, seed but no, where, no. where was it grown all of right. our cigars are cuban seed they're all Cuban because seed, all of those masters grown when Nicaragua, they left Dominican, Cuba, they're grown all over the other they place. They took the Cuban seed with them, so sure, it's Cuban lineage, but it's <laughs> but it's not the it's same. Not the it's, same it's thing. not even close. To um, the same. The biggest thing that actually makes Cuban cigars taste different is the lithium content of the soil in Cuba. Yeah. Okay. You have a very distinct taste in Cuba. It's a very cigars. it's a, so it's very mineral heavy because it's extremely high lithium content. And I can say as much as I actually like cigars and. I, I enjoy them when I can. I have never had a true Cuban cigar. Actually, that cigar, that cigar night I went to on Friday night, dude showed up and handed me the Linea Forty Three from Monte Cristo. I was like, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> like, it's Chris, gonna be okay. Chris is about to get his mind blown. Oh and shit! They're gonna fuck it. you up. But uh, yeah, Cubans have a very very specific taste, and it has to do with the mineral content of the soil. Uh, oh. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I think we're going to cut this one open and pass her around. Oh, are we? Well, nice. We're going to joint style and this COVID style. I like it. And I did have a chance when I was in Germany. So hey, hey, do me a favor yes. when you're smoking this. Yeah. Don't dick lip this fucking cigar. <laughs> like this fucking. So this is an H Upman. Uh, actually, Cuban. Cuban. So actually, like, like, and we know the person and that I, picked it up. I will from tell the you right now, the. The flavor is completely different. Big shout out to Hollywood Herd. Uh, oh, was you get it from Hollywood? Yeah, I did. Hey. Hollywood, I, uh, I did have the chance, but at the time when I, I was younger and I didn't understand it. Ho- Hollywood can keister the fuck out of some cigars. <laughs> Actually. Uh, How's it taste? Pretty good? Kind of like keister. <laughs> this one seems to me, and it's just might be just because it's just lit. Very light. Most are. Well, he's puffing away on that. Yeah. Uh, I'd start Continue. a winery. Yeah. Um, 
very and I very think earthy. I think I would actually probably stick to relatively the same model that the the winery I belong to sticks to, which is they they don't do restaurant sell, they don't do it's kind of like a, a, a distribution sell and stuff like that. For, yeah, per se. Um, but I think I would do that because then you you do get the chance to, for lack of a better term, you get to play more. Yeah, you get to do more of like thought this would be cool, so I made it because you're not super worried about how. How long is it? You know, is specs that, you know? or or total wine or whatever going to be cool with carrying my wine? You're you're putting out exactly what you want. I'm going to make what I want to drink, brand. and then if other people want to drink it, cool. Exactly. You can buy the bottles of it. And that's it's, uh, it's kind of like what we did with Warfighter. With well, with it's our exactly why I like boutique cigars. Yeah, and it's not it's not because it's not that hipster like with beer and shit like that where it's. I want to smoke. I want to smoke this or drink this yeah. or whatever because nobody else is. It's right. more of a. I like the idea that I can actually taste the signature on the cigar. You're right. not trying to put out the the driest cab that you can possibly make. No, I want to. I want to make the wine that I actually want to drink. Pair, pair perfectly with what you. So want the fact that, that I like evening. a big fruit forward cab that tax that you know grabs you by the back of the jaw and kind of shakes you around a little bit and stuff like that. It's like I don't need to make. A hundred thousand bottles wow. of this. Yeah. I can make five thousand bottles wow. of it, and I will find those five thousand people that also want to smoke this wine, right. or I'll find four thousand people that want to that want to drink this wine. And Jazz is getting shit faced for like four yeah. months, and I'll <laughs> drink the rest of it. Like, it's fine. So if if I could get into a business outside of the businesses that I'm currently involved with, I think I would get into. Uh, I'd want to own a winery. Can I'd you nice. hire me to stomp on your grapes? Only if you So, Jazz, I have a question for you. It would be in my contract. Line. I'll sign that all <laughs> day just, long. Yes. So, your but preference please. is Cabernet? Um, yes and no. Can I also have a daily viewing? So, yes. <laughs> uh, I do. My default will be from any new, from any winery that I'm buying from, I will always buy their cab first. However, I will not say that my default is Cabernet. My default is a big red. Okay. I want large flavor red wines. That's that's what I'm going for. Most of the time, Cabernet delivers that. So that's why in in I think what you're asking, yes, my default is Cabernet. Okay. But there are companies like uh Duckhorn. Yeah. Duckhorn's Merlot is huge that is a big wine like the flavors are massive the it's big it's bold uh it doesn't have that smooth merlot texture that everybody expects and stuff like that um so the the winery that i'm a a member of petter and alice they make a mer mer uh, no it's a mer verde Mm -hmm. and it's uh it's kind of exclusive to texas and they also make a tempranillo and the tempranillo has a smoky flavor to it that is uh the only other time that I tasted something that was similar to that was after the uh, the fires I had in California. There was a vineyard out there that instead of doing anything after the fires, all they did was grow on the burnt ashes of everything that was there. So you had this unbelievably smoky taste, but it wasn't. It was a, a very natural smoke to it. But that comes back to that soil content thing yeah. that we were talking about earlier with. 
it, it's Cuban seed. Yeah, okay. But right. the soil is what soil feeds itself. that plant. So it's, it's the so chemical, not chemicals, but the, the, the nutrients the right. within it. it. So, so let's circle. You're going to taste like what you eat. Yes. So and it's the same thing with plants. Let's circle back to this Cuban cigar. So my thoughts on it are it's good. It's different than most things that I would normally smoke. Yeah. But I can't say it's either better or worse. Or, no, you know it's, it's I mean? unique. It's, it's just it's unique, unique because yeah. of the region. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. I don't inhale cigars. Well, nobody does. Well, this one, I, I, know, I know you can't, but well, I think- you can. Can. I didn't it say you sucks. can't. I just yes. said you're not supposed to. This, this one, I can, and I've got no problems with it. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But retrohale it. But no, I mean, so, and that's so why, like, what's I, that can, mean? I can push it out through your nose. Just the, the so take last, your draw yeah, the and then bit. the last little bit, push it out Don't through your nose. Don't inhale it. Not the just, whole thing, just the last, like, 20% push out through your nose. There you go. So that's where you get all the flavors. That's where you'll pick up all your flavors. That's not so a retrohale. Retro like I said, I like cigars. Yeah. I'm not, I don't. Yeah. So understand. you're still going to do a mouth draw, push out about 80% he of did. the draw, and then 20% through your nose. I'm speaking to the viewers. Yeah, I know. Listeners, whatever the fuck we are. <laughs> this is an audio uh, slash video maybe show. <laughs> with all 12 views we yeah. have on the video content. But no, like, so like, I think we uh, just put a lot of work on Justin. I mean, you can literally essentially put, what it boils down you to. You can put three cigars Especially next to each other. Paired. With no bands. And you can take a, a Cuban cigar and you can take a Nicaraguan cigar and you can take a Dominican cigar. And in theory, you could take the same Root-based seed, the same plant family, and make the same cigar from three yeah. different regions, and it'll be three completely separate yeah. tasting cigars. Yeah. So any of you that are out there that are cigar smokers and want to try something new, but you're not sure if you're going to like it or not, look at that cigar you know you like. Whatever it is. Right. Uh, hopefully it's a Warfighter cigar, but if not, then whatever that brand is that you know you like. And then when you go to your humidor to buy the next cigar that you want to try something new, ask where it's from. Yeah. They'll like, know. Like, I'm pretty sure if you put a Cuban, Dominican, Honduran, and Nicaraguan cigar in front of me. I could probably ID it. I, I could I could tell yeah. you where it's from. I, the only thing that I think I'd probably have a problem with, depending on the blender. Right. And I'll only say that. It's just depending on the blender. Now, if you gave me a Puro. So for anybody that's no, curious that's what, what a puro what is, yeah. you're that's dealing with puro. puro. A so Cuban a, puro, Nicaraguan puro, Honduras, Dominican puro. Right. That's so it. a puro is the I, idea I, that, I will it's, say that it's single nine, region. I will say that 90% of the time I could pick out where it's rolled. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, structural tell you a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that too. But but, a, but just, for, flavor, just for the listeners that don't know, flavor. a puro, it means that it's not a multi-region blend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a wrapper binder fillers all from the same. Country. There's a lot of cigars out there. And I mean, a lot of the brands that, you know, that are not puros. It is a I blend of yeah. it's oh, it's a but it's a Dominican yes. <laughs> filler binder. But then it's yeah, yeah, it's a wrappers from somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of Dominican wrappers that are grown. So you're not going to find a lot of Dominican puros. You get into like your Opus X, your LG Stuff like that. It's a limited run. This so. is all learning for me, by the way. So, so a puro is single <laughs> region. Too. It's only coming from. <laughs> it's only coming from one country. So, and, and a puro is not necessarily a better tasting cigar. It's no, just no. It's just different. Yeah, it, it means that everything <clears throat> in that cigar is from that one region, yeah. that one country. Okay, and even like so, like even a Nicaraguan puro. Yeah, right? it's not. There's superior. so many. There's so many different regions 
that that bring out so many different flavor profiles of the same exact tobacco leaf <laughs> and just in Nicaragua alone that even a Nicaraguan Puro, the flavors that you can get out of that are insane versus it's if, full spectrum is what well, it is. Look at well, Mexico, because though. well, you look at the different elevation changes, you look at yep. the different um, um, uh, climate areas of where they're grown at, Definitely different unique. farm areas, things like that. Like there's so much that goes into the, the growing aspect of tobacco that a lot of people, I don't know, maybe it's the naivety of it. They just don't do the research to figure out like, what they like. Yeah. Well, not even so much what they like. Like, if you grow this leaf in this region, you're going to get this. If you grow it here, you're going to get this. If you're going to grow it there, you're going to get that. And it's very distinctive flavor profiles and tasting notes that you get from different regions based off of elevation, humidity, rain, climate, Which soil content. brings me back to the company that I would start yeah. is that I'd want to have a winery. Right. Um, and I'd want to have that winery because of all of those factors that are involved. And, and I want to have that one of the one of the best models that I've ever seen was actually done by Lito Gomez from La Florida Dominicana with the LG cigar, which is his Dominican Puro. So it's all grown on his farms. It's a uh, filler binder wrapper. It's all grown on his farms. But every year of the LG, the year from that cigar is actually on the band. Yeah. So it will say. Uh. 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. Yeah. Because whatever whatever hit that island that year, it, a it heavy affects, hurricane season, a light hurricane it. season. Yeah. It, it, it was did how much rain was yep. previous to the harvest, how much you know how dry was it previous to the harvest. Every year is going to have a signature to that cigar. Yes. All of that plays And a wine does the same thing. That's why they 100%. date wine. Um does the do nitrites and, in the wine or in the soil really well, that's what feeds the plant. So, yes. Yeah, but so that's like the biggest flavor factor. Is that the biggest flavor factor? Do you no. Think? It's just there, one of the factors. One of. There's a okay. lot it's, that goes into okay. it. How late or early was the rain season? Yeah. Uh, when did they harvest? There's weird things involved. Like, did they harvest at night or did they harvest during the day? Right. Like, all of that comes into where wine flavor comes into. And as somebody that had the luxury of being involved with cigar blending, and being a fan of wine, the reason I would want to own a winery is. You don't it, have to it, you leave the U.S. to make a blend. Well, there's that. <laughs> there's that. But at the same time, I know year to year, the excitement is always going to stay there because you're not going to know what you had. Yeah. Until it's ready until to it, actually yeah, drink. And same with the cigar. Until you smoke it, you don't you know. You don't know what you got. You know what? I'm going I'm to say something And real so quick. that's what I'm going to go into. If I could, it was going to own another wine. If I was going to own another business, it would be I'd want to start a winery. I'm going to say something real quick. I'm smoking both of these cigars and the pairing of these two cigars together. All right. Let me fucking is, see. It's very time. unique. Like it's <laughs> so that, and that, that's actually, what I, I want to see it against. Cause I'm smoking a vaccine right now. Yeah. The new Warfighter tobacco, mm -hmm. which is not a mild cigar and Cubans as a whole. And y'all can fucking fight me if you want to out there and fucking podcast. <laughs> Cubans as a whole are a milder Open cigar. Yeah. I don't Perfect. give a fuck. Yeah. What you think you've got, Cubans, they're a milder cigar. Yeah, 90, um, 99%, the, uh, it, 95% of them. Sure. And all the ones <laughs> sure. and all the ones that don't fall into that category, I don't give a fuck who you are. You can't get your hands on them. So like, <laughs> there are there are some limited production Solomons and stuff yeah. like that that exist that 
I've had the joy of smoking yeah. because I was in the industry for long enough that you you can't get them. Right. I'm sorry, but you can't. What like, would you say is the most is the rarest cigar you've had the pleasure of having? Ah, rarest. Oh, and and I, I am saying this. There's a difference. The war fighter rare. vaccine. <laughs> there's a difference there's between 5, rare. Made. And the, <laughs> there's when I say the rarest pleasure you've had. There's a difference between having a rare one and having the pleasure of smoking it because you might have it and you just might be like, eh, I don't so, really like well, it. And I think some people confuse rare with expensive. Rares, yeah. Rarest cigar I've ever had? The I think the rare cigar I've ever had is the one that Jazz gave me. I gave you a pretty rare cigar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was, I think. It was some like factory press, like never released LFD. Yeah. 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 That was a. Now, I gave you, you another one that is probably that still sitting in your humidor that. Uh, the, I still have the factory press in there. I'm letting that thing But the age. Corona that I gave you, uh-huh. that one that's got that black wrapper on it. I still got that one. There was, only about, there was only 200 of those ever made, yeah. and they were made for me. But that's so, the thing. Like, so I have some oh, pretty – we have go. some pretty rare ones. We do. We have some that we went down to Nicaragua, and we blended five different blends, and we brought back 20 yeah, of each. Yeah, there's literally 20 in existence. Yeah. Now, so the, the reason w- there's only 20 is because when they aged – they sucked ass. Yeah, they weren't the greatest at all. So we kiboshed it. <laughs> the so, whole so thing. So that's why I said. What's so let's qualify this. The okay. rarest production production cigar that I've ever smoked. The Cohiba Familia Reserva Solomon. They were made only for the Castro family. <laughs> all right. Um, Fair enough. Made by Cohiba. Uh, Cohiba is the state cigar of cuba they're all state owned every cuban brand is yeah. owned by now, there, the country there's also a cohiba that's not that doesn't then have there's anything the non-cuban cohiba doesn't have anything to do with there's also the non-cuban romeo julieta the non-cuban yeah. partagas the H-O-Man. non-human actually H-O-Man. wasn't that the partagas that no no those are cubans that i had no the one um, i showed you that I said i had the other day what did you think of this one it was good it's oh, light, but it's good. Alex, I mean, I like Alex the It's that unique flavor. No, that, yeah, that but it still has that bit. minerally taste. That yeah. it, no, no. I, I thought it was called Partagas at some point, so that's why I said yeah, that. Yeah, Partagas. The, the Partagas, they're, they're series that are numbered, um, and uh, and the Cubans are very distinct. When you smoke one of those, you're going to be like, oh, yeah. The Serie that, D. Yeah. yeah. Is, that, that's it. The Serie D is amazing. That's a Cuban. Well, the Serie D number four. No, I like the number Outside five. Of, Sorry, yeah. It was the, are I'll, you really the number five guy? Yeah, I like yeah. the number five. I've had them both. They're both pretty good. Well, I know some other ones that swear by the number two. We had a buddy but in they Nebraska. they just like torpedoes. We had a buddy so. in Nebraska, uh, Dayfield. He had, a, he had a locker at a humidor or at a, a lounge that, that uh, we actually launched Warfighter out of. And uh, and he put a bo- two boxes of the Partagas Series Ds, uh, the number fours. Fives. And, Those were fives. No. Were they? Yeah. Okay. Then they were fives. But uh, he sent us a message, like group text between us. And he's like, hey, um, I can't go and smoke anymore. If you guys want to go in and smoke these, uh, just, you know, ask the bartender for the key to Son my locker. They, yeah. they, I t- already told him it was okay. And, uh, and so for like two months, you know, like, I don't know, maybe every two, three weeks, I'd be like, ah, oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'd walk in, I'd grab one of his sticks one of the partigas and you know, I'd smoke that first off and like, Oh, this is delicious. And then I'd go and smoke whenever I wanted. And then I remember like, I think it was like two months after he sent that message out, I opened his locker and there's one cigar left. And I was like, 
Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it was the, it was the Alec Bradley Prasado. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah, that no, that's that's way different than the Partagas that we're talking no, about. I, I, I knew yeah, it started yeah. with a P, but yeah. I couldn't remember. The, and the one I had was decent. So yeah. obviously, if you're a cigar smoker, you're going to smoke what you like. Actually, I think I have. I still have Ooh. a standing uh, drink off with uh, uh, Alec from yeah. Alec Bradley. <laughs> uh, after last year, we talked a so little shit. Actually, hammered. Yeah, and I, he's like, oh, actually oh, gonna get like, bro, I'm like, let's fucking do this. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's getting into. No, he really doesn't. But so Alec let's Bradley get, Warfighter challenge you to that drink off any day of the week, my friend. Yeah, any day, <laughs> any day. I'll, I'll take it on a Tuesday after a Monday hangover. I'll still be. If, Don't underestimate those Bradley I'm, boys. I drank with Alec and Bradley. I know. Alec challenged me to a drink off. Uh, yeah, last uh, IBCPR. Those I boys, told him on game. Let's those do boys this. had practice. But I drank as, with them in Houston. As for that, so because I am smoking the the, the Maduro, uh, the Rosado. Is it? It's yeah. not a. No, that's the Rosado. I thought it was still considered Maduro. No, mm. okay. Maduro literally means ripe, and it'll be dark. But again, that paired with this, really ripe. <laughs> I can't inhale this and not cough. That one I can. Yeah, and it's I, a lighter cigar. Yeah, no. We've completely derailed here. Yeah. So let's go back to uh, let's go uh, to boys. the actual I debate. I got you. So <laughs> what would be uh, your your next business? If you I spoke one? about this business probably four years ago. It was before <laughs> we even started Warfighter. I know. Gay point. And so I know. Moving on. Like, no, 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 no. Like, what we we were spitballing ideas that had customer. a product that was consumable. And my idea for this, I wanted to do a monthly subscription to condoms. <laughs> Well, that's just confidence. Like, I, I kind of admire that, to be totally honest with you. I, I told, that you think you're going to fuck enough that you need a monthly subscription I, I, to condoms. I told him it would lead to suicide. I don't care. Guy, he's like, I'm fucking three months in and I haven't used any. I like, don't care if you bullshit. use them or not. I'm going to send them every month until you cancel your subscription. <laughs> the biggest subscriber to that would be Quagmire. But you got to think of it, though. Like... Remember when you were? I mean, your retention rate's gonna suck. But, no, but no, your no, new no. membership's tell probably tell gonna be exactly. Amazing. But you remember yeah. when you were like late teens, <laughs> early twenties? I don't need it anymore. Okay, and you were walking into a store to buy a box of condoms. I don't remember was, this at all. I know it's like rattlesnakes. You don't fuck with them. I get it. But just hypothetically, <laughs> you walk into a store to buy a box of condoms. It's a little awkward. You walk into a gas station to get a box of condoms. You know what I mean? Like it's when you're that no, I young. Don't. I it's usually, one of those I like, usually I own that shit. Some people do, but some people walk in and they're timid about it. Like, what if I created a service where it just showed up every month at your door? However many you think you're going to use, it's there. Whatever type you want, you want ribbed, her pleasure, your pleasure, whatever you want. Mix batch, yeah, a sampler pack. Fuck. You know what I mean? Squeezers. Oh, yeah. What the fuck. <laughs> You know, fucking even the MIG boys, the Magnums for the guys that think they need them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that serial number they put on the, bo- the bottom of the condom. <laughs> they, they put an expiration date on there, too. You yeah. ever notice? If you, if you don't know what <laughs> no, I'm talking about, <laughs> you haven't rolled them down that far. Right. So you don't right. have to when when you talk about the timidness of buying them, I, I, I do understand. Clearly, no. I I've met your family. Clearly, because you have like I have four kids. I have like all the kids. Yeah. So you would not have been a customer, no. but it's okay. I would have been a contender, but not a customer. Scott would have been a customer either. Vince Vargas, not a customer. Not a customer. <laughs> what do you have? Like, is it seven, Odelay? eight now? Not, not a customer. customer. 
But you know what I mean, though. Like if that was if that was available and it was marketed in a way that was like college scene, like you know, sure, yeah. All right, Freeman. So growing up, I have always been the outdoors person, hunting. Not so much hunting when I was younger, but fishing all the time. Up in like at the age of ten, me and one of my best friends, every day after school. We'd take our bikes right down the river and just go fishing. I would love to have my own fishing tour business. Oh, that's awesome. Take That'd them out fun. to Lake, especially here in Texas, like bass fishing yeah. specifically. Lake Fork, Amistad, Falcon Lake. It's that Amistad was that movie about the slave ship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but just fishing in general here in texas for bass fishing this is the pinnacle of bass fishing here in texas like my my biggest bass that i've ever i've ever caught personally would be considered small here in texas you ever dropped one i've lost a couple yeah, yeah. biggest bass i ever so caught. would you say that you Nine dropped the base <laughs> boom <laughs> Base. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> but my biggest bass was actually caught up in Washington State at nine and a half pounds, and that it—that's it. That's cute. So I like how he said that we're the pinnacle of bass fishing. But the biggest one I ever caught was in Washington no, no, State. I, but down, I, I down, a, down I here, forty-two inch bass, striped bass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's saltwater. But down, down here in Texas, I, I want to say this. But you the, can saltwater fish in Texas. Mm-hmm. You can, but not for straight bass. Yeah. You get sharks, though. Yeah, you can. You can also get but strawberry it, it would groupers. Be, which I would is the, love My Little Pony of the Sea. I would love to be in charge of a of a tour guide. And and not just any. I would I would like and this comes from my personal experience within the military, but taking like kind of like Hero Sports does with hunting. I'd like to do it on the on the side of fishing. Taking That's veterans, cool. disabled veterans, EMS. All along those lines, just out fishing and have fun. Get them out on the water. You don't have to think about the daily rigors of life. You're just worried about what's on the end of that line. And one of my favorite quotes is, a bad day of fishing is better than a good day at work. That is true story. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of hero sports, um, I am actually a, a fish official hunting guide Ooh. for hero sports now. Oh. Yeah. Right. Congratulations. So You're not going to catch uh, shit. <laughs> no, not me personally, but the people that we bring out, the, the disabled vets that we're taking with us are the, are the no, cheaters. No, they, they do. They're the, the ones going to be work. doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, the downfall with everything that's going on right now is because of all the COVID bullshit, none of the ranchers want city folk out on their property. That's true. So it's really hard to get a hunt scheduled. That's true. When, uh, and with that, with the fishing, it's worried. not just, it's just not rod and reel fishing. You could do bow and arrow too. And it, that is a lot of fun. So when I was in Virginia. I'm all about stringer fishing. I can run that shit out, and then I can just get a drink until that another cool story. Go back around and pick shit. Warfighter up. is and is a non-monetary sponsor for the Drinking Bros bow fishing team. What? I yeah. didn't even know they had one. We, have, have, we have jerseys, and we have jerseys, and they have one of the most badass bow fishing boat setups I've ever nice. seen in my entire life. Wrapped everything. I mean, it's he sent me a so picture of it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" So all sorts of cool ideas. So, uh, Justin, why don't you run it down? Uh, what are all the business opportunities that uh, if you were out there in podcast land and don't know what the fuck to do with your extra money, uh, what you can invest in? <laughs> uh, we got. Jazz's winery that he makes only what the fuck he wants to. <laughs> True story. We got uh, John 
subscription looking for, condoms. Looking out for you know, just kind of a little, little, little population control. I'm looking out for the health and welfare of all the American people. We got a uh, Chris over here that just wants to get wet, <laughs> and uh, and and fishy, and fishy. Yeah, loves the smell, and. Uh, Fuck, Scott, I forgot yours. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do a distillery. That one, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so uh, if you have too much money so, and don't know so where to put it. Booze, condoms, and fish. Uh, here's the I thing, feel like they, they all tie all in together. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Drinking uh, and fishing? If you have too much money and don't know what to do with it, uh, we've got a sure thing for we're you go, to we're invest gonna, we're in. Gonna, we're going to start a GoFuck me for all <laughs> these, I mean, a GoFundMe for all of these campaigns. <laughs> I still so say perfect. that's my best idea. Uh, <laughs> your best bet is probably for the fact that Freeman wants to take men out and play with their long poles. So, uh, or you're going to shoot long shots. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So uh, on that, uh, it's important to have dreams. It's important to pursue those dreams. Uh, but you know, when you've been drinking too much and smoking cigars, you can yeah. have all the dreams you fucking want to. Yeah. Is too much an actual thing? Nope. Right. Uh, but I will raise my glass and thank every single one of you for being my freedom friends. And uh, to all of you out there in podcast land, we highly encourage you to uh, push all of them buttons and uh, send us a review. Send us a so no shit story. Let us know what business you'd start if you had the chance. And uh, maybe we'll pull for that idea and go fucking start it ourselves. <laughs> or maybe involve you in it. Uh, well, no, let's not get carried away here. Well, I mean, if it's good enough. But, uh, you know, this is still uh, capitalism at its finest. But uh, <laughs> if you're out there uh, trying to start that new business or, uh, you know, trying to sit, get down to business, uh, we highly support tonight. everything that you're doing. So with that, I will say, while you're making this country an even better place, in the midst of all that, Smoke on, drink on, and God damn it, freedom the fuck on. All day, boys. All day. We'll see you guys next time. Salute.